0: Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. We cover movies, TV shows, and everything else in between. I am your host, Tyler Rolison, also known as T-Roll. And, of course, I am joined once again by my good friends Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and the one and only Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato. Boys, we are on a special journey today because this is a bonus pod. We got some bonus content. We are doing a review of the newest episode of The Mandalorian. Season 2 is here. Season wait, 2 premiere.
1: Wait, what? Mandalorian? Ch-
0: chapter 9. Yeah, where are you at, Shimato? What do you—
1: f- <laughs> I mean, I thought we were doing something else. Nope. No. No? Nope. No. Nah. You, you got to be ready for
0: it. <laughs> got to be ready for it. So, Chapter 9, The Marshal. Yeah. We we're finally here, man. I am fired up to have this conversation with you guys. Um, yeah. Not, not only am I excited to get new content, but I'm also excited to get
2: good new content <laughs> with yeah. uh, the release of Season 2 of Mandalorian.
1: Yeah. And also, like, good new content that we've been looking forward to. It's like, there's been some decent content that's been showing up, but it's been kind of... You know, content that's been almost um, like under the radar a little bit. You didn't really know it was going to be good or not until you actually. Yeah, this is high profile, high yes.
0: profile. Yeah, type of type of stuff. Yeah, this is, is very high profile, and again, one of the shows that we originally uh, wanted to review when we first when we were first talking about the inception of this podcast, The Mandalorian, was one of those things that we said we absolutely got to cover. In-depth. Yes. So, episode breakdown. This is the way, boys, and this is what we're going to do, <laughs> all right? This is the way. We are going to have episode breakdowns um, every week for each chapter of the eight-week season, right? That's correct. Okay, so it's all on Disney+. Plus. Um, I think this goes without saying, but we are obviously going to be talking a ton about spoilers. So, if for some reason you have not watched Chapter 9, don't listen to this just yet. Hit pause. And then come back after you have viewed Chapter 9. Let's get into a little bit of business before we start with what we thought of the episode. We want to encourage everyone to please follow us on on Twitter and interact with us on Twitter. You can follow us at Pod. And wherever you listen, whether it's on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, wherever it is, please subscribe and please leave us a review. Especially over there on Apple, uh, we could really use a few more five-star reviews. It really helps us to get new listeners. Uh, the more of the more five-star reviews we have, the better. So we would like to ask for you guys to do that. A shout out to everyone who has tuned in. Shout out to everyone who has uh, checked us out on Twitter. Got a, got a couple new fans. My friend Kyle. So shout out Kyle. Thanks for listening. And uh yeah, that being said, guys, I think it's time to jump in. Let's so do it. Yep. let's do it. So chapter nine, the marshal. Um, what you guys think? <laughs> well, I thought it was very amazing and perfect, to be honest with you.
2: Perfect. It, it was literally like the most Star Wars thing I've ever seen, to be honest with you. <laughs> in a good way, right? Yeah, in a good way. In a very <laughs> much, very much good way. It was awesome. Uh, they come out in episode one of season two and just uh, hit all cylinders like they did. Yeah, um, it, it continued the the mystery aspect of it because you're like, okay, well, who's he going to find? Who's he recruiting? Like, where where is he going? Yeah, um, and it definitely um, had a lot of a shock and awe factor and uh, some special guest appearances too from uh, some some favorite actors of mine. So yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. There was some there were some good things in there. Um, I I'm enjoying the. Um, the setup where he kind of turns, it it, it seems kind of counterintuitive for him, but he turns enemies into friends, which it seems like, uh, uh, it didn't seem like that was his view at all about life before he ran into, uh, quote-unquote Baby Yoda, but it seems to become a, part, a large part of his character where he turns these people who he originally starts throwing fists at and they end up becoming a, par, uh, a huge part of uh, the solutions that he needs. Yeah,
0: Baby Yoda has changed. Or or the child. The child, Yeah, yes. the child, excuse me. There's some people listening who are going to hate anytime I say Baby Yoda. So, But until we get more of the plot of where he actually comes from, I'm probably going to call him Baby Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> um, but man... He really has changed. You've really seen him change a ton, yeah, uh, but he's also still <clears throat> cold and and uh, and rough around the edges in some way, yeah. like especially in the, in the beginning of the episode when he's in that fight club, essentially yes, <laughs> yes. man. It really reminded me of his his confidence uh, when they have guns three guns pointed at his head, yeah, and he's like, <laughs> "Tell me what I need to know." And I'll let you live. <laughs> yeah, he's the one outgunned. Yeah, and, yeah. He, and it reminded me of the I think uh, episode or chapter one when he was he, we had all the stormtroopers yeah. pointing at him. They said he told uh, you're outnumbered. Yeah, we right? are you four to one. He said, "I like those odds." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so exactly. ruthless, dude. Um. Yeah, and w- probably you're re- referencing Timothy Olif- Oliphant. Right? Yes, yeah. absolutely,
2: man. Yes, he was perfect in the episode as well. I'm I, I mean, he. He did the role to perfection. Uh he yeah. does he has a thing with like Western type style characters, yeah. uh like in justified his character there. Uh and I feel like he did this one, the Mar- uh the Marshall, uh perfectly. Cobb so, Vanth, right? Yeah. Yeah, there you go.
1: Yeah, yeah, I felt like he was a he was a solid choice. Um an interesting thing was the the intro um that was leading into like the actual episode was voiced by Bing Dan Wen. so that was interesting. Yeah, I saw, um, heard that when so,
0: they had Finnick, they had Sean, right? Yeah, that's her, that's
1: her yeah. name. So th- that's uh, that's an interesting idea. I know, you know, we've had the last time we saw her, she was you know knocked out and being you know being picked up by someone who looked like they had Mandalorian armor on and had spurs and stuff like that. So that'll be interesting to see where that heads in that direction. So it was interesting to kind of remind us that she still existed by having her... uh, Maybe it's still alive. Let's hope so. One,
2: One thing I was surprised about with this episode one was... I, I really expected Disney to come in and just like fully like push out like the child and have him everywhere in the episode. He was actually used sparingly. Like yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah. It was either like a, a second here just to see what he would, like his reaction to the scene or whatever. But he wasn't like a focal point. They didn't shove him down your throat. Like I really thought they were going to come in and do because yeah. he was such a hit after. Uh, the entirety of season one but uh he was used sparingly for sure
1: yeah and i know there were there was talk about how they lost a lot of money on last how uh last christmas because they wanted to keep him under wraps so they didn't really push like the the dolls and things like that as much in the advertising when they released season one so i definitely could have seen them doing that because disney definitely has that reputation of money grubbing but um but, in- but yeah, he was he was very much like the he was the comic relief in this episode. <laughs> like he, those little moments where he just like uh, in the in the original um, scene with the fighting, it, it, the big fight. You know, you see him just you know up his uh, his missiles, and then he's like, oh, he just hits the button <laughs> and just like, yeah, the p- the, the, the whistling the birds get hot, and then yes. he's like, he's like, <laughs> oh shoot, <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: that's great. Which. I mean, even when you saw that in the trailer a few weeks ago, that was just amazing. So, um, yeah, that whole scene was actually really good, which um, I want to talk about that. But there's one more really amazing thing that happened that, you know, if we went chronologically, we would talk about it at the very end. So I don't think it's fair to our listeners to, to hold out to the very end. But why don't we talk about the ending real yeah. quick, boys? Yes. So uh, Mando's riding away into the sunset. Big uh,
2: victory. Double sunset, I might yep. add. And uh off on the cliff we see a figure <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh we're at his back and then uh he turns around and and uh dude it's Mr. Morrison, dude, the the from Django Fett. Yes and uh this is a, Django. So this can only lead everyone to believe that he is Boba Fett. I mean I really truly believe it's gotta be. Yeah, I mean it's gotta be. Yeah. Uh and he looks like he's battle scarred. He's mm. yeah. Obviously had some craziness to escape the Sarlacc pit, so uh, I don't know what happened there. I mean,
1: yeah, there's – I mean, it's got to be him unless they are being truly mean – and it is just somehow a, a clone trooper of some sort. Yeah, I, that would be. I'm I mean, like, d- that's really your only two options. The only yeah. clone trooper that I, face. Would, I
2: would allow that to be would be Captain Rex, but that's yep. about it. Like, I don't want to hear. But
1: yeah, it makes no sense for it to be Captain Rex with it being on Tatooine and exactly. all that other stuff. Yeah. Exactly. So, especially
0: when at the beginning of this episode, <sighs> the Mandalorian is talking to who's the guy he's talking to? At the very beginning in the the, the wrestling underground world. The alien creature. Yeah, man. It was like Foz or cause. I will, I will admit like normally we will probably watch this twice before recording. It's, yeah. I guess it's important to mention uh, where we live. Justin hasn't had power in over 24 hours because yeah, of we're the hurricane on 32 now. 32. Yeah. I, I literally just got done watching it right before we recorded yeah. and same with Anthony. So we are all, we've only seen it once. I do wish we had time to watch it twice and have more notes uh, but I have to be out of town for a wedding this weekend, so we're kind of uh, pushing it. Crunch, time. Here. crunch yeah, time, crunch time. But I do know he
2: was voiced by John Leguizamo. Yes, I do know that. And that I was, was just going to bring that awesome. up, <laughs> <laughs> but his character was funny. It for was, sure. it
0: was funny. It was, a, it was a great opening scene. Yeah. even the little, the little uh, battle. I love how the Mandalorian gets punched so hard that his head swung back and hit the person that was holding oh, him. Oh, yes, that was and <laughs> knocked them out. <laughs>
2: And I that was so sick. Like I feel like the Beskar armor is like it's it's strong and sturdy. So I feel like they're wasting their punch. They're hitting him. and oh, he's yeah. just, just bouncing off of him. Like I feel like yeah. he, he took blows on purpose just so he can get out of certain situations. <laughs> right. So
0: yeah. So and we, and we learned again. Best. He even mentioned Beskar armor has really gone up in value. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. and he's got the shiniest new Beskar in the galaxy. Probably he's gonna have eyes on him for sure this season. Always. But what's so interesting, and this gets to the Boba Fett turn, is. Uh, when he has him tied upside down and he, he's finally going to give the Mandalorian the information he wants, he's trying to find more Mandalorian. He says, Tatooine. And you literally see the Mandalorian say, What? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. he's like, He even says, I've been on Tatooine plenty. Yeah. And there's no Mandalorian there. Yeah. And then the guy says, The one or the only Mandalorian I know about is on Tatooine. Which, yeah. right when he says it, like, I'm watching and I'm. I'm like leaning into my laptop thinking this has to be Boba Fett and all the rumors about Boba Fett. And I'm like, this has to be Boba Fett, right? Yep. So what did you guys think? Just first impression when you heard him. And even he said the information I'm giving you is is valid or true or whatever. He was really confident. What were you guys thinking when you heard him say that at oh, the very beginning? I instantly went seven to, minutes into instantly the went to Boba Fett, and yeah. I was like, okay, all, all
2: that's put aside. We're going to go ahead and address the the fan theories over those years and years and yes. years since uh, episode six was released, and yeah. it's going to confirm everything. We're going to get a whole episode of his backstory. Like I, I went full full dive. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Like you it, went deep right yeah, there. <laughs> oh yeah, and that, all that in just in that first seven minutes there. So. That's good. That's good.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be – yeah, it definitely was like, oh, yeah, it's got to be Boba. I mean, like, if it wasn't Boba, I'd be pissed.
0: I mean, you're wearing your Boba Fett like, shirt right now, Shimada. Yeah, <laughs> I am.
1: I am. Yeah, that would have been – I would have been kind of pissed. Although it was also interesting in that scene uh, with him hung up. You get a glimpse at his old self a little bit, you know, with, with him just leaving him yeah. hung up and just letting him just get devoured. Because, like, when he says – when he says the line, "Oh, you gotta promise me you won't kill me," and then he drops the whole like, I "Promise you, I, you will not die by my hands." Yeah. yeah. A- any time, yeah. uh, any time somebody gets that specific, you need to uh, be like, "Hey, I need a little more yeah. clarification. We need more terms here. here. We need more terms yes. here,
2: especially if you're, they're known as one of the greatest killers uh, yeah. in, the, in the galaxy." Yeah. So.
1: And especially this dude
0: tri- literally tried to kill the Mandalorian like five minutes prior. Yeah. You know? <laughs> So he gets his information and the Mandalorian is now off to Tatooine. Of course, it's a Star Wars um not movie, but it's a it's a Star Wars product, so we're going to Tatooine, right? Yeah. We have yep. to go to Tatooine. Yeah. Um and he gets there and he uh he's on his way to Mos Pelgro. Yep, that's right. Yep. And of course he'd never heard of it. And he's he's going out there, and it's funny as he's pulling up in this town, (laughs) you could see he's getting looks from people. Yep. You know, and I'm I'm and I'm just wondering, like, I just need to know what's about to happen. You know, I was like on, I was literally on the edge of my seat. He goes into the bar. I'm kind of fast forwarding here, but I I think we need to get into. Yeah, no, you're good. Keep going. He goes into the bar. He's asking for a Mandalorian, and the the bartender doesn't even really know what a Mandalorian is. It sounds like, and he's like, "What does he look like?" And he's like, "He looks like me." He's like, "Oh, you are talking about the Marshal?" Yeah,
1: yeah. And I mean, my my was,
0: eyes got big too. I was like, "Whoa, what?" And the, and the Mandalorian says, "Your Marshal is a Mandalorian." And he's like, "Look and see for yourself." And right when they did that, the the camera pans like to the yeah. to the backside of the Mandalorian, and then I'm like, "Oh my gosh, we're about to freaking see Boba Fett!" <laughs> and right. sure yeah. enough, it's not Boba Fett, but we see Boba Fett's armor. Yes. So yes. yes. What did you guys do? What, did you feel swerved? Were you excited? Like did you see it coming what talk to me about how you took that in yeah i felt like it
2: was uh i definitely when they showed him like and the camera pans up and, like, suspenseful and, like suspenseful music and there he is is there. i was like no, that's not him that's there's not it, him yeah, that's not, yeah, just, yeah you just you too knew easy. it wasn't him that's too easy you just yeah. can't be running yeah. a town for all these years after he's get, been defeated like no there's no way
1: Yeah, right yeah it was it was too easy of a reveal and it just it just didn't look like you know, Boba Fett. Like, what you're thinking of when you're thinking of Boba Fett. Uh, when you see it. And it was just... It, I loved, like, him coming into the town and everything like that. It reminded me so much of, like, old western. Something like... it. I could have totally have seen... Clint Eastwood riding oh, yeah, out on a horse yeah. into that town like that yeah. would have been it would have been the same scene just in the American West instead of Tatooine
2: yeah and then he started like talking and saying "Let's get a drink and I'm like well obviously yeah. how's he gonna yeah exactly, how's he gonna drink yeah. with, in front of all these people like yeah uh,
1: yeah yeah."
0: and, and now I, I watch with the captions on so right when I did too actually yeah so so and I wasn't too disappointed because again even the way he was standing I was like that don't look like Boba Fett yeah you know what I'm saying but right when he started talking, Timothy Oliphant's character started talking, it said in the captions, Cobb Vanth. And I was like, Okay. So it's 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 obviously at <laughs> yeah, this point. Yeah. Way to go, Disney. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's Which, How much they didn't care about you knowing. They were like, <laughs> people though.
0: But at least we got Timothy Oliphant here, yes. right? Oh yeah. So oh man. He could, was, it could have been he worse. He was awesome.
2: He was so awesome. Yeah.
0: And their whole exchange even, their their chemistry actually in the whole episode was on point. Yes, man. it was. So good. But even even the tense nature at the very beginning, when he takes off his helmet, and you could see the Mandalorian actually stopped in his tracks, like he's actually taking his helmet off. Yeah, and he was he was so confused, and then he actually came clean that he wasn't a Mandalorian. Right. So it, I, I really love that interaction. How they were, <laughs> how he was like hand over the the uh, armor. Yeah, he's like, you want to do this right here, right here, right here. <laughs> yeah. He said in front of the, he said, he front of the kid. Down, yeah, he didn't back down at all. He said in front of the kid. He's the, seen he's worse. He's seen worse. Yeah. Which is really so true, actually. So yeah. true. It's yeah. it always a great line. Yeah. I actually said it to myself right before he said it. I was like, oh, he's seen worse. Yeah. And yeah, Mandalorian says it. Yeah. <laughs> so go ahead, Shimano.
1: Yeah. Well, one uh, other interesting part, even like, getting back to the Western part, was when they were interacting, it was almost like their roles were flipped in the sense of because Oliphant was playing the, the hero. In in a normal western, when they would show up, like his character, like the the calmness, the sitting down just to have a drink, all that stuff. Those are all things you would normally see the hero in a in a western play. So it was interesting because. Um, the Mandalorian was playing more of the, you know, the, the villain the black role. hat, right? You yeah, know. he was playing the black hat. He was playing the heel. He was, you know... <laughs> the heel. <laughs> he, he, he was playing yeah. that, that that role. So it was interesting seeing the roles being flipped since we are normally seeing what we're seeing through the eyes of the Mandalorian most of the time. And right. he is the hero. So so it was interesting to see that those roles the, be flipped, the, the calmness of... Marshall and everything like that, the, you know, even like, like I said, even just like the drink is such a very like typical, um, like Western, you know, moment with the guy taking the shot with them talk, you know, the way we are talking was very much like he was the hero of the story. They did a good
2: job setting the tone of, of the whole surroundings of the the setting of the episode for sure. And then, uh, we get a little bit of rumbling going on and and it breaks their interaction. And, uh, we're kind of introduced here to, uh, uh, a creature that's going to cause them to join forces, and uh, yeah. which I thought was a uh, CGI looked really good on that. Oh yeah, dude,
1: it looked awesome.
0: So it's called a crypt dragon, crate, crate, crate dragon. dragon. Yeah, sorry. I um, mean, I'll,
1: I was expecting to see Kevin Bacon with like a terrible straw hat show up <laughs> from Tremors. I mean, I was just.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was freaky looking. Yeah. And what are the names of those uh, those ugly little mammoth? Oh, the banthas. Yeah, Yeah, dude, (laughs) those poor things, man. Like they're like sacrificed, like they're nothing. (laughs) Like even at the end, they walk them up to feed them, and (laughs) then (laughs) then the dragon took the sand, uh, the (laughs) Tusken. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) which actually,
1: (laughs) I think the the reason why he went after the sand, the sand person in that scene was because he had already had the bantha. Oh, because that's tremors. Because well,
2: the tremors. Yeah. No, <laughs> For well, sure.
1: Like literally, I think it was because he had that bantha earlier, and they were talking right before that about how when they fed them, they had them like on a schedule and things like that. So I think that threw off the schedule of the feeding, so it didn't want the bantha at that time, so it went after the sand instead. Wow,
0: deep dive. It's crazy. My, f- I was talking about the chemistry they had, and hand- I don't know about you guys, my favorite. With, with the exception of maybe the end... no, with the exception of the Mandalorian actually slaying the dragon, which was epic, yes, yes, and the ending, hands down, the best part of this episode is when they're going over the strategy, and oh, Cobb yeah. Vanth and the Mandalorian are having like this argument about whether yeah. or not the it's scale. To scale. scale. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and it's one of those scenes that like it could just be one line or two lines, and then it's like twelve lines in they're still arguing good. about it, and you're like they could have. Yeah. They could have ended this a while ago, yeah. And it just keeps going. But it, but it, know. it
2: adds a little. Uh, I don't know, more r- relatable to it. Like, you, yes, y- you get a sense of the
0: characters a little more. Yeah. Uh, what is that? It's the dragon. Yeah, it's not the scale. <laughs> sure, it is. No, what, it's we, not. <laughs> just, yeah. no. What are those? What are those little things? That are, that's it's us. us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that can't be the scale. <laughs> yeah. Oh my
1: god. But uh, gosh. one of my
2: favorite scenes uh, happened a little bit before that, and it was the the bonfire camp scene when they're. <laughs> Sitting yeah. there with the Tuscan Raiders, and yeah. uh, I love how Mando speaks fluent Tuscan Raider. Like, yeah, it's, what it's the amazing. heck, yeah. dude? So they're over there grunting and 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 uh, communicating, and uh, the, Timothy Oliphant's character is like, uh, "What's he saying? What's he doing?" And he's like, "Oh, I don't want to drink this. It smells gross." He's like, "Drink it, drink and, it," and then he like snaps <laughs> yep. on him, and then they uh, realize, "Oh, you have a common goal here." But uh, yeah, but I just thought that the whole scene was uh, really really funny in my eyes. It was so. a great scene. Yeah. So,
0: and I think leading up to that, so. I will say it was interesting. I feel like the Mandalorian knows that he can take this guy, right? Easily. He can, he can get this yeah. armor back. So I'm, I'm, intri- I'm intrigued. Like, he decides to help him out and to get the armor back with by helping him out, but he doesn't really need to do that. Like, no. So this just kind of shows even more that the Mandalorian's character really ha- – like, he sees these people are in need,
1: and he's going to help out. I mean, I mean, it's kind of it's a theme that's been growing with him in general. Yeah, a lot of the stuff like he doesn't need to do this stuff. Like he could, um, like when he was uh, helping out the young bounty hunter. I mean, he could have taken the fob and just been like, yep. you know, or just beat it out of him the information about where 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 uh, the farmers where Fennec help. was. You know, yeah. he, he didn't have to help the farmers. I mean, like all, all this kind of stuff is. He's choosing the less violent path in a lot of ways to deal with people who he feels are decent. Yeah, and it's interesting because you're seeing like if you're seeing um, this, the opposite the situation. If he feels like somebody's not decent, he just like he's right done away. with them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: it, it, so it's 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 really amazing to see how his character has grown so much. And yeah, he's got a big he's got a big heart, man. Yeah, I think it's pretty clear. Got a big heart. Starting, Brilliant.
2: starting to come through a little bit, yeah, yeah
0: for sure. So, so anyways, they uh, they decide to team up with the Sand People. So, Boba, or excuse me, geez, the Mandalorian and Cobb Vanth um, decide to team up with the Sand People after it's revealed that the Mandalorian speaks fluent um, Tuscan, yeah. whatever it's called, uh, their their language and. Yeah. Um, Whatever those freaky little dogs were, too. Yeah, that was, that yeah. was, a cool scene it was too. such an interesting scene. <laughs> um, and then they recruit the townspeople to fight alongside. They lay out some traps, and this epic uh, battle begins yeah. to try to kill the dragon. So, what do you guys think of this? I guess, call it a battle scene at the end. Dude, it was pretty epic. It was. Yeah.
2: Uh, I, I also obviously knew they were. The visuals were fantastic. Yeah, visual. I don't know what budget they used, but it was That's incredible okay. for yeah. sure. Yeah. But uh, I'll tell you what, man. The I, the first time they set the bombs off, I was like, no way, it's not yeah. that easy. It's not that no. easy. He's no sunk way. underground, and then this thing comes up through the mountain, and I'm like, holy crap, dude, this is this is gonna take a turn, dude.
1: The, the spitting like the the like acid spit that it oh had. My gosh. I was like, oh my gosh, like, cause we already knew this was this like epic thing that was gonna you know large beat, scale beat them up, yeah, yeah. And, you undefeatable
2: know, looks like, and yeah, then it add can come from almost anywhere, it.
1: and then yeah, they it just was like, <laughs> babe, you're like. That's all. They what need. a terrible way to die! Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right.
2: This also goes to show how strong the Beskar armor is because Mando takes yeah. a yep. leap of faith here. Well, we'll
0: get there. We'll get to. We'll <laughs> get to that. But because that was amazing. You're talking about when he pulled a Jonah. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so so right, b- but before that, when the first bomb doesn't go off and then the dragon appears at the at the very top of the mountain, you you see the two, I, I guess you can't call Cobb Vantham Mandalorian, right? Even though he's wearing the gear, he's wearing the gear. Yeah. Anyways, the two people in Mandalorian gear hit the jetpacks oh, yeah. and then they just start flying yeah. up yeah. there and then they get to the top and they're shooting it and they dodge a bite from the, they the dragon. The they fly of off. Man, yeah. And it's just, the whole scene looked amazing. Man. It was. Yeah. I mean, it's everything I ever wanted to see from, uh, a Mandalorian, you know, and the fact that somebody else was wearing Boba Fett's armor there. Oh, too yeah. Oh my gosh, man. Every
2: skill that we come to love from what we've seen with, from any Mandalorian rendition
0: yeah. is in full use here. And it's yeah. incredible. It really is. Yeah. Just, just geeking out over here. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyways, they, they, uh, end up av- avoiding the dragon, but they realize, man, they're all their shots that they're shooting with their rifles and everything. It's, it's not doing much useless. So the Mandalorian turns to some more drastic uh, desperation methods here. He knows how to kill.
2: He knows how to and, uh, kill. He's going to find different ways to do it.
0: Yeah, and so he sees that um, there's all these bombs left over, and he essentially sacrifices himself. So it seems. But I was like, "There's no easy way." Yeah, to die. Oh, I obviously. No. Yeah.
2: But how he escapes, I think, is pretty incredible. No, I know. Yeah.
0: I was, I was expecting like a little cut through like that kind no, of thing kind of like an explosion while the dra- dragon's underground and then he flies out with the jetpack yeah instead what we got was something so much cooler <laughs> yeah <laughs> like all of the sand people and all of the townspeople in silence are just wondering what you know what, just what just happened? happened yeah right it's over like that like what happened yeah is he dead what happened and then all of a sudden you hear more rumbling the dragon shoots out from the sand and his whole mouth is wide open getting freaking elect- yes. electrocuted yeah, yeah. electricity
2: is coursing through his mouth and then yes. mando yep. comes
0: flying on out of there mandalorian comes flying out detonates the bomb boom yeah <laughs> yep massive explosion guts everywhere and and then the way he landed too it just looked like a classic action it, it kind of <laughs> yeah. looked just it kind of reminded me of like the first iron man you know oh yeah yeah yep. there you go and you know, sticks the superhero landing. Yes, yeah. sticks the superhero landing. <laughs> so, man, what would you guys think of just slaying the dragon and yep. and all this here?
1: I mean, I thought of something, and Justin may may concur, but Reign of fire. Yeah, yes, Mikado Hay sacrificing himself. Although we knew it wasn't going to be the same type of sacrifice, because we knew the Mandalorian was going to survive, even though. We didn't really, really know, but we knew. Um but it was a very similar like idea of him jumping down the throat Head and, on, yeah. Yeah. And just, you know, giving up a poten- what could have been a very potential sacrifice. I mean he could have died. Um but yeah, it was just so it was really cool. Um, you know, the 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 fighting there. Um I think one of the most interesting parts in there was them mentioning um the Sarlacc pit in general about it being abandoned, abandoned and they were like, yeah. well, well, it can't be abandoned. They've just never heard of that before. And then he was like, well, it can be if it's been eaten or if something like that. If he eats a Sarlacc. Yeah. yeah, if he eats a Sarlacc. So it's like, I don't know, it's it's drawing the, all the lines to, you know, all these lines are pointing at Boba Fett. It's like, oh, they just so happen to mention a Sarlacc. Oh, yeah. they just so happen yeah. to mench- have a Mandalorian who has a, a Mandalorian on Tatooine. Oh, they just so happen to have his armor. Right, exactly. his
0: exact yeah. armor. Yes, it was it was good, man. It really was. It was fantastic. So they finally def- they finally kill the dragon. Everyone's celebrating. the uh, <laughs> the um, the same people are just ripping the meat oh, off yeah. of the dragon, yes. and the Mandalorian the, has like a big chunk, big chunk of, of meat. <laughs> meat. Yeah, he just straps it to his bike and <laughs> yep. rides baby Yoda is like yeah. trying to get some of it. Um, so. Cobb Vanth walks up and, you know, gives him the armor, says it was well-deserved, hope our paths meet again. They probably will. They w- uh, yeah, the format so far is yeah, you see introduction, again. introduction, and then group. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> so <clears throat> it'd be really cool. So he now, now he has Boba Fett's armor, and then he pulls away on, this, on the speed racer or whatever, speed bike, and um, he has Boba Fett's armor has his helmet, and this is where the big reveal at the end, and we see Boba Fett's character watching from a distance. Yep. So what do you guys think happens next with this? Well,
2: we're probably not going to get anything in the next episode about the character, quote-unquote, Boba Fett. We probably th- won't. We're yeah. probably going to get that in three episodes later. Yeah, it was yeah. just a little tease to let the fans whistles, Make, yeah, get them so. talking, Make us wait, uh, and like and we're doing right this second. That, that
0: way, every week, people are like, where, where the is heck? He? Yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> know he's
2: alive. Where is he? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, so that's what's going to happen. It was just a little tease just to get us ready um, and clamoring for more. Yeah. That's all. It was,
1: it was really just to let you know that he was going to be a part of the season. Yes. There you go.
0: That's it. Which is sick. So, but how do you think, what what comes next When whenever they get to that, though? If that's in three episodes, like, do you guys think that Boba Fett, like, I mean, how come his, how come he didn't get his armor back, right? Like, I want to know that, like.
2: Well if we're thinking back to like uh Mandalorian lore I guess uh in the creed uh I'm assuming that whatever he did to get out of the pit uh he probably lost his helmet and he he therefore felt ashamed because he couldn't yep. he showed his face to somebody and <clears throat> then he just yeah. ditched it and he's like it's over I can't be a part yep. of this anymore because it's over so Or
1: or maybe it could, it could have been something simpler just of being him being defeated by you know the group that he was defeated by in you know, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Um, that he just felt like he was, you know, he, he had his been reputation in is some is way tarnished. Um yeah. and he got out of the pit and basically either sold or gave away his armor to the Jawas. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Okay. Do you think that uh, the Mandalorian is just gonna simply give it back or do you think that Boba Fett's gonna be no, angry and see try to I think require re- Bo- it. I think Boba Fett's
2: character uh moving forward. I think he's gonna be like the secondary villain. In my eyes. Okay. Actually. And uh to Moff Gideon obviously being the primary. Yep. Um it's gonna be uh Boba Fett causing some problems for Mando. Uh for what reason, that'll be revealed by the writers. Uh, I don't know, Shimano, <laughs> you probably got something up your sleeve. <laughs> but uh but yeah, so I I'm I'm gonna say he's a secondary villain. That's where I'm gonna go. Uh
1: I'm gonna say he is going to eventually just straight up give the um armor to um to boba but i think it's going to be something along the lines of initially he's going to refuse it because he doesn't feel like boba deserves it at the time that they first meet okay for for, for whatever reason maybe it's just because of the fact that he isn't currently wearing it that he gave it up freely and he gave it up you know um, without a fight that he he no longer is a mandalorian in uh, the in our Mandalorian's view, hmm. like he, he is, it, it is it would be it, it, to him it is considered a he's no longer a part of that creed. Yeah. So, for, so for him, it's the same thing as you know him uh, the um, the marshal wearing it.
0: I wonder if you know if the Mandalorian knows who Boba Fett is at all, or if there's any sort of prior interaction that they've had. I've I've read some people theorizing that maybe. Boba Fett was a part of the uh, the group that actually saved the Mandalorian yeah. when he was a child. I'm thinking um, that can be some sort of connection there. Yeah, there might be. So yeah, I don't know. Just thinking.
1: I mean, it'd be interesting to see how it goes because um, I mean we don't really know like. You know, Boba a, was a lone Mandalorian through most of the ideas that we think of him as. Well, he's um, also but,
2: he's also one of the ones who's, like, a a prime uh, business getter for the Empire. Like, he was literally, like, contracted by Darth Vader. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, maybe he's frowned upon in the Mandalorian community yeah, maybe so. for taking these Empire jobs. Uh, I don't know. Hmm.
1: I mean, yeah, it is possible that it's like that. Um, I mean, at that point, you know, you, you never know what happened with them. And, you know, uh, it is all kinds of weird stuff could happen after they're fighting with the Jedi and then the Empire. and
0: Well, yeah. I think overall, an absolutely sick episode. Agreed. Yeah. And I'm going to go watch it again because of how much I enjoyed it. <laughs> Even though we've already talked about it and I don't have to. I mean, there was just... It was so good, man. Yeah. All so, I know is when I get power back, I'll be watching it on my big screen. Yeah, not your yep. your phone in your car. No, yeah, not my phone in my car <laughs> using charging, your data. Yeah, using my
2: data, <laughs> charging it with my car battery. You know, tropical probably.
0: storms aren't fun, man. Yeah.
2: So um, again, I'm sorry about your power. It's okay. It was worth it to watch this episode.
0: <laughs> Anything you guys want to? <laughs> Anything else you guys want to say moving forward, before the next step, for uh, the next chapter, just
2: bring on the characters, man! I'm excited to see which characters are next. Yeah, because uh, we didn't
0: see anything about Moff Gideon, we yeah. didn't see anything which, about
2: which cameos are next. I yeah. mean, like which, uh, like I want, an, I want another like stand-up comedian like Bill Burr, but another different, <laughs> a different comedian to come up and show themselves. Yep. that'd be a pretty awesome. Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, let's go. Let's, I don't, yeah, he was yep. in the last one. Let's bring him back. I don't what know, if like, he's I, dead? I what think. about like but... Will
0: Ferrell? What if Will Ferrell's in this somehow? <laughs> <laughs> He's got to be the uh, be ugliest so looking random. alien. He's yeah. got to be the oh, ugliest looking alien. I
1: could see Will Ferrell being <laughs> almost like a, uh, a Jeff Goldblum type character from War oh, Ragnarok. Just think Man. about like,
2: uh, who's like, in John Favreau's clique. Like I feel like let's bring RDJ in this. Like, oh, my not? gosh.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would be sick.
2: Yeah. Um, I was reading up today and it said that uh, uh, Benedict uh, Wong had a little small role in this episode one as one of the, the village people. Really? In the, back, oh. in the background. How about Didn't that? Didn't say anything. But yeah, uh, yeah, they did a screenshot of it, and I could see it, was, it clearly it was looked like Clearly Wong. him. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's sick, man. Yeah.
2: So we need to, when we watch it again, we'll keep an eye yeah. out for that. Okay.
0: Yeah. The townspeople? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Man, that's awesome. All right. Well, if you guys don't have anything else to say, uh, just tell our listeners uh, once once more to follow us on Twitter, at Royal Pod, Subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen, whether that's Apple. Spotify, or Google, anywhere else? Um, I, have spoke, I have spoken. What? I have spoken. You have spoken. You sure have. <laughs> R.I.P. Quill. Anyway, <laughs> you sh- you just had to throw something else in there. I just missed I Quill. To, I, was, I missed Quill. I was about man. to do the outro, and you're just going to interrupt yeah, me. Yeah, I man. had to, man. You I got like, to like start over yeah. now. Please do. No, it's okay. Um, but we uh, we do want to remind you, we will be doing these episode breakdowns every week, and we we promise that uh, in future weeks we will watch it multiple times before coming around to talk talk about it on the pod but uh, we do appreciate you listening please review leave us a review a five star review on Apple please uh, share the podcast with your friends as we are still the new kids on the block Um, but we are excited to go on this journey through the Mandalorian season two with you so with that being said for my good friend Sandy and Shimato, this is T-Roll saying thank you once again for tuning in and listening to the Royal Geek podcast we will see you next time You peasants.